0: Yes, indeed, powerful people. This is another episode of Breaking the Machine. I'm mean, your host of Mod the Poet, alongside my partner Spank the Bank. What up, Dough? And today we will be taking another incremental step and shifting the culture. How you doing today,
1: my G? I'm doing great, my brother. How about you? Man, I'm doing
0: good, man. Today we got a special guest on the episode, man. This is a powerful, powerful guest today, man. We got Detroit artist, producer, tastemaker, man, Young in the Build with us today, man. How you doing today, King?
2: I'm all right, man. Thank y'all for having me
0: on the show today. No, yeah. I appreciate you for being yeah, on. Yeah, bro. Appreciate. That I was you saying, I, I was looking up on YouTube. um, trying to see some previous interviews that you did and I really couldn't find and I found like one audio clip probably from like a radio station or something that you did like nine years ago so this is major for you to actually just sit down and and do this with us man I appreciate I'm humble man I
2: appreciate y'all having me man I follow I follow your work, man. So I was just like, yo, let me uh, go ahead. Man, uh, and, you, and you know you represent the D, so it is what it is. Hey, yeah. And I appreciate that, man.
0: I wanted to ask you, like, man, what what got you into the the music industry, man? Like, was it always a passion of yours? Is was it something that you always knew you would get into? Because I know the producing side, like, that's that takes a little bit more creative. That takes a little bit more um, talent. If if you ask me, and to just be able to do that, like, what what, what got you started?
2: I was always uh, into music you know, mm. since I was a kid. My mom used to just love music and my dad actually owned a record store. So um it was just destined to be musically. So um my mom will always give me like CDs. Like when I when I was like uh, when I was growing up, like my birthday presents will always be something musically. Like mm. turntables, uh like uh music CDs, like um uh, like <clears throat> I remember one time it was like, uh you want the firm new city or you want this new TLC? I'm like, "Damn. I don't know. I love TLC, but I love I, ch- I chose the TLC cuz you know that firm album was it, it was it was You know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> but you know, it was just uh it was just a growing up experience for me was just music. But not in the sense of somebody doing music. So mm-hmm. I always had that kind of like curiosity of like, "Oh yo, what is it? What would it be like to be like the musician?" Would it be, what would it be like to be, like, a masterpiece, which was, like, one of my favorite artists growing up? You know what I mean? Like, mm. to own his own label. Um, so I used to always be curious about the music industry and how it worked.
0: Is it what you thought it was? Like, you know, being that young kid and you just got those dreams, you got those aspirations, you want to meet certain people. Man, like, I went down your um, <clears throat> your IG profile, like, for years, bro, and I it's, like, it can re- basically, like, chronicleize. Your whole journey like from when people tagging you you're doing small shows from you know you're getting shouts out from mr porter and like it keeps building it keeps building it's just like in that first stage is what you have now what you thought it would always be
2: um it's taking longer like it was a longer journey than what i thought it was gonna be sometimes you think things just happen automatically and you might have a crazy way how you view things like you know um i think this journey is st- i'm still in the in the midst of it you know what i mean i'm still i'm still striving still striving trying to go crazy with the with the music so um <clears throat> i think i still got a a long way to go as far as like i just it it it's just like it's a bigger world now everything is just changing as far as like mm-hmm. technology and all that so we get to be we are we are able to see things all all the time that we weren't able to see before. Mm-hmm. So now, in a music sense, it's 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 like I feel like we're able to tap in with so many people that does music, other people who do entertainment, and it's just a whole different world of changing. It's changing over time. So it's kind of hard to keep grasping on one aspect of how I thought it was gonna be to change, keep changing up, and now I got to keep like, all right, all right, all right, bet. Like, how do I do this? How do I do this? How do I adapt to this world? Mm. You know? It's a,
0: does it come, like, overwhelming to you, like, pushing out content, keep putting out records, like, going to shows? Like, I'm at, I I try to figure out what, what makes one get comfortable in that space, like, doing shows, performing, like, I still get butterflies when I performance to this day.
2: Oh, yeah, that's, like, like, one of my favorite parts of it, is performing, mm. is actually... Uh, getting in front of people and actually just like letting them enjoy the music and being able to like uh, interact with a crowd, you know. And um, that was, that. I think that's like the beauty of it. I think some people overlook that a lot.
0: Mm. So that's probably the most enjoyable thing, meeting your fans, actually connecting. Mm. Do you feel that that same love from Detroit in general? Like when, when you think about Detroit artists, do you feel that? That same love, or but I, I kind of feel like your music is more international; like it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Everybody mess with it, but do you really feel that same love that some of these other artists receive?
2: Um, sometimes, mm. sometimes not. Mm. You know, and it is what it is.
3: I mean,
1: you love about OGs. yeah. Hey, you feel me? Like that's that's mm-hmm. ain't like That's more profit than anything. Yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, I and, and, and
2: I'm just. Trying to take something that I love and be able to make a living off of it and and be able to enjoy what I do, wake up every day and be able to just take advantage of all opportunities out there for me to do. So Mm. I'm just grateful for being able to do that, you know? So it is what it is. Uh, Detroit, I love (laughs)
1: y'all. Well, um, what part of the city you from, Detroit?
2: Man, I grew up all over kind of I grew up on the, um on the east and the west kind of my mom was on the west my dad was on the east so I stayed in my dad's then but I went to high school on the west side mm-hmm. if that makes sense so but when I was out of high school I stayed on the east you know so
0: Can the work prod the workflow ever become like tedious for you like constantly um like putting out different records constantly making beats constantly you know producing your tracks like I just referencing it to like what I see Royce do, like man, mm-hmm. he be in that studio like twenty four seven, like he Crazy. don't leave the booth. He don't. Like, and sometimes I be thinking, like man, how y'all lock in like that and still just have that creative energy that y'all have. Like, does it ever become like, like a task for y'all? Is it just, it's always love?
2: Um, if there's a task at hand, you will concentrate as much as possible and get that task done. Um. What, it's just like we're creating, I think, being able to be in that creative space. Like I say, for instance, the studio, um, if you stand there long enough, something will get done. If you And if you if you have that talent, if you have that creativeness in you, then you see a vision for it, you know? Mm. So um, I think that's like one of the main things. That's one of the main things and how you can stay consistent is just having a natural love for music. Mm. You know, and when you had a natural love, you stay in the booth and you figure out ideas. You have fun and you, you know, and you figure things out uh, how they come. You know, what,
1: what artists influenced you growing up?
2: Um, I would say Pharrell influenced me, mm. Kanye, uh, Master P, for the most part. For real, like growing up, like just seeing his overall grind, um, producing, um. My mom put me hip to Kanye West when I was a kid. And she was just like, yo, this guy makes beats. You should do what he do. Gave me this CD called Get Well. And then that's how I learned about him. Um, And and I had learned he had gotten into a car accident. I thought that was crazy, mm. like, but he was still like going crazy. And then he dropped the Wire video and it was just over. I was just like a fan from then on out. Mm. You know, and I was just like, yo, this is, this is dope. I, I gotta, I gotta do something like this. You no, know? like so. I just was like, I started making beats on free loops, like, like around that time, and I um just locked in, and I just never stopped, and it got better and got better and got better. Um, got better at the writing, got better. I always, I think my natural superpower is melodies, though, because I've always been able to do that since mm. I was a kid. And and I was and i have always been able to tell which song from an album can blow up or if I hear a, I know a hit when I hear it. Mm. So I think those are like my superpowers.
0: Mm. You think your success changed the people around you?
2: Uh, I don't. I don't think so. I ain't really. I don't, I ain't really uh got to a level where I could say that. Mm. You know, it's just I think no matter what circumstances everybody goes through that and a change of like surroundings because we all come to realize that we just change we gotta we have to make changes to be able to become successful and be happy with our lives
1: Mm -hmm. that's a good statement
0: oh that's real talk man I wanted to ask you um, about some of your social media marketing techniques, man. Mm. Like, to be honest, I think you a genius with it. Like, Appreciate the way that, that you man. use your reels, bro. Like, I've been doing the social media marketing thing for, like, the past, what, five, six years, man. And just seeing you do that, like, I first got introduced to your music because I saw, like, a video of these kids jumping on this log. And I was seeing it everywhere, man. Mm-hmm. And... um it was just like, I'm like, man, who is this? I keep hearing this song. It's everywhere. Then I'm seeing your music in like, uh, different sports highlights, different LeBron James highlights. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bro really understands the art of marketing. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not just an artist. He's not just a producer. Like, bro really understands how to make a record go. Like, where, where did you learn that from? Or were you just, like, really just sit back and studying how the game works? Or do you have somebody on your team who kind of, like... Experiment.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I did it about... Yeah, I definitely came up with the idea. Experiment. It was like... Uh, it started off with Vine, and I was seeing Vine become like uh, emerge as a new platform for like content, and I was like, okay, start off there, and it was just like, okay, I see that people attention span is is getting fucked up because now we like six second videos, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So it's like, all right, um, so I started on Vine. I started doing like the little. I started like just tagging like my name under every song and be like it's like you know check out my song or some shit like that and they eventually got rid of vine so when after that happened i was just like okay i kind of thought about it like this i made musically tiktok in my head before it came out Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so i was like damn it should be a platform where you be able to listen to be able to tag a song and be able to have the uh, the whatever's happening Challenge. in the video, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. um, people were doing that on Vine and they would just be posting songs and it wouldn't be so. People be like, Hey, yo, what song is this? What song is this? And I'll just go under each song and comment my name and be like, Yeah, it's my song, and it wouldn't be my song. But people will mm. go look up the song that I put, which was my song. So I was like, Okay, so people want to know what these songs are. So then. I tried to take so when they took away Vine I tried to like okay like yo so how can I I started paying like big pages like meme pages Mm. I started paying them just to post a crazy video with my song I did that shit one time and when I seen how the reaction it got I just started doing that shit a Mm. lot and then eventually Reels came out and I saw that shit and I was like oh yeah it's over Mm. you know but I but that experimenting that just kind of like made me see that when people look at something and hear something on their phone, like, you know, just make it just be your shit. Cause somebody going to watch something. If your music is playing while something's going on, Mm -hmm. somebody else is in the room while somebody, cause we all got phones. Mm -hmm. We all got these fucking tracking devices on us. And if you're playing a video on your phone and you on Instagram and I'm in here and somebody playing it, and, and you, you're playing like you watching the video. That's crazy, and you keep watching because it, it look crazy. My song gonna keep playing. Somebody in the room gonna be like, "Damn, what, what song is that?"
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Once I realized that, bro, I was just like, "Fuck
3: it." And it, really it. and it really
2: drives traffic.
1: And it really drives traffic. I got a question. What's the most crazy experience you had on the road?
2: On the road, mm-hmm. I haven't even really, I haven't even really been. I only been on one tour that I created, mm-hmm. and the crazy experience from that one was just. What happened? Um, I don't know. Ain't nothing really crazy happened. Um, I, oh okay. This uh, <laughs> this psychic lady Loki came up to us and read us and told us what was gonna happen for the rest of the trip and told us what happened the day before. Mm-hmm. Some crazy shit. Mm-hmm. Like me, my DJ, my manager. It was just like, what the fuck? Like she, and they, she came in that bitch. Well, we was eating and she was sitting next to us. And she was like, um, yo, can I talk to y'all for a minute? And we was like, shit, fuck it. You know? And then mm. she was like, just telling us shit. Just basically telling us shit about our lives. And we was all fucked up about it. Like in Cali. This was in LA. This was at my LA stop. Mm. And it was just like, bro, this lady's psychic. <laughs> you know? Mm. And it was just, that was the craziest shit. It's one of the craziest experiences, like meeting that lady. I'm just crazy because I, I, California got a lot of crazy, like insane kind of type of people.
1: So was she right about anything or no? Huh? Was she right about anything? She was
2: right about everything. She called out all our lives, and was like, "Yo, you're going through this. You're going through this. You're going through this. But you do this. You do this. You do this."
3: Mm.
2: Like within that same week, you know what I'm saying? And she, she, knew- she was like, "Yeah." She was she told me like, "Yeah, I see you're an artist. You have a lot of people around you." You know, is that why you're out here? You're out here because you got like a show or something saying stuff like that. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, and it was just like, she was telling my homie about him and his uh, ex-girlfriend and he he was fucked up type
3: shit. <laughs> like, like, I was
2: like, damn. But she just read us, you know what I'm saying? And I think that was like one of the craziest things that ever happened to me on the road. You know what I mean? Like, just because I've only been on one tour.
0: Mm-hmm. So you do believe in it higher frequency?
2: Man, yeah, it's be it's wild out here, bro. Mm. It's something deeper than you know.
0: Is it a challenge? For to what? Stay grounded on level one when there's so many levels to it.
2: Mm. Shit, I don't know. Not really. Just gotta know who you are. Just gotta know. What I you mean, I kind of
0: see it on you now. Like I can tell you a real deep individual.
1: Hell yeah. Yeah, by the way you speak.
0: But you know what I'm saying? But you in the industry that's very base. But you're just real deep. Yeah. You what know, we'll
1: keep be. we'll keep you like calm and steady. Um
2: just I do I do listen to music a lot. I do I listen to a lot of old stuff. I like I like to listen to stuff that's like you know, people really don't. I mean, people listen to but don't. Like I like uh for some reason uh Phineas uh Billy Yaller's got a brother and his albums amazing to me. Mm. But I listened to the Young Thug album; it's sweet. But it was like one song that stood out to me. And Don Tyler album is crazy. So, like, I mean, I'm just into all, all music. Like as it comes out, I don't rock with certain things. And that's just my taste, you know what I'm saying? But it's just, I'm very on to like what I like, you so, know. What
1: I'm... So you in like all genres, like Frank Trinasha, uh Yeah, all like
2: that country, shit. all that. Okay, yeah, everything. I just, mm. I mean. If I like it, I like it. You know what I'm saying. I don't. Rec- I don't uh, really like too many country songs, though. You know what I'm saying. But I love electronic music. I love. Um, I love a lot of shit.
0: So, have you ever ran into one of your idols that that you you idolized growing up? And how was that experience? If you have,
2: uh, I definitely met Eminem on a, a few times. He's like he liked the Fams, but definitely when I was growing up, I was I was. I, I I um recognized that he was probably one of the greatest rappers for real, mm-hmm. for real, and it was just like crazy. <laughs> so meeting him was like crazy. Um, idols, you know. Um, I don't think I've met like one like meeting for real would be crazy for me. Meeting like uh, Master P would be crazy for me, you know. Um. Mean like one of my favorite like like Jamie Foxx, one of my favorite actors. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that'd be crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like Jamie, talented as hell. Yeah, bro. Like, for real. Like, just just mean like, hey, what up? You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm like, ain't gotta get too deep. It's just like, what up? It'd just be like, oh damn. And it's just like, I ran into, I run into like, especially before the pandemic, I was running into a lot of people, you know. So, and it's just like, you know, it's it's it, it is what it is. They all people at the Mm. end of the day. I was
0: about to ask, does it become normal at a a certain point? Because, I mean, I saw you. um, You was in the back of that uh, Eminem's BET Oh Yeah, yeah. I mean, does it ever just become, like you said, everybody's just people. You know, it just becomes normal at a certain point.
2: Yeah, hell yeah. I mean,
0: it's... But to some people, that would just be like, you know...
2: You don't know. You don't know. Because, like, I I think I would uh, enjoy a conversation with Kanye, but Mm. people... You know, like his public,
3: mm-hmm.
2: uh, you know what I'm saying? People, yeah. you know, yeah, the know, media make him look yeah, like yeah. he's crazy. Yeah, but yeah. it's, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I, you know what I'm saying? I'd be like, oh, okay, that's what's up. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't really know what it's like to meet a person like that, like somebody who I like idolized.
1: That'd be right. crazy. Yeah. What is harder, rapping or producing? Coming up with the first line of a verse.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm hmm. Mm. Probably the hardest shit in the world.
1: Mm-hmm. Damn, for real? <laughs> yeah. For real. You, I'll come up with a whole verse and still don't have a first line. Mm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Damn. I didn't know that.
2: So You know what I'm saying? It's just, first impression is everything.
1: Okay.
0: No, that's facts, man. When yeah, I be yeah. writing my poetry, the first line is always the hardest, man. Because it just sets the tone. Like you said, it just sets the tone for the rest of that- that is true. Because like, even when I, I write stories... You're
1: you writing. You're writing music.
3: Mm, you know?
1: Because when I write stories, my ending is all, it's always... It's easy to write my ending, mm. but it's always hard to, yeah, you start it off. Mm-hmm. Like, how do I really want to Sometimes the middle get hard too. Cause you just want to hit them in the face, man.
0: You just want to let him know what it, you know, set the tone. I was gonna ask you about the function, man. I be seeing you post the function a lot. I have no clue what it is, man. But yeah. I just be like, man, what is the function, man? Is it? Yeah. Is it? You know, a body of records? Is it? Is a party? Like, is it a secret it's club? A, like,
2: it's it's kind of all that. Mm. And, um, it's new company I started. It's uh, it's dope. It's something. It's it's basically creating a new atmosphere for Detroit, like as mm. far as parties, you know what I'm saying. So we're going on by volume. It's only been two, so we did volume one, did volume two, um, yeah, and it's that. and it's actually a project too that me and the sign did. Mm-hmm. So we did a we did a project, and it's called Function, and we just me and the sign has been collaborating for years, mm-hmm. and we just became like. You know, we just came to each other. It was like, yo, like, let's just make a project. And we just, you know, all right, bet. You know, we'll do You know, and it just happened. And we just came up with the, like, I, I, I had this uh, idea for this, like, a party. Because first party I went to out of COVID, literally got shot up. Mm-hmm. You know, I ain't going to say what club, but, you know, <laughs> downtown Detroit. <laughs> literally got shot up. And I was just like, man, I'm not going no more parties.
1: Delmore. <laughs> <laughs> <No. laughs>
2: I'm, no, I'm no, 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 no. It wasn't. It was not del mar they be bussing the ladies. No, but it's it's just um. I think I was like, Yeah, I'm tired of this. Let me just make my own like kind of atmosphere." Mm. And I threw two banging ass parties, mm. and I and, and I think it could be bigger than just a party element. I think it can be like you know, it, it's definitely exclusive, secret location type shit. So mm. it's kind of it's going it's it's dope it's and, and like your and, own and vibe. yeah, yeah, create your own vibe. It's, it's very create create your own vibe type shit. So and. Um, it's it's just like a new way to have fun, mm. and I think Detroit deserves something like this. And you, know, you know, and it's just like I want to be like, as far as like, you know, I've been here in Detroit for a long time. I want to be like the person that innovates new things, like as far as music and you know, a new way to party. It's like you know, I don't want to say I'm gentrifying the music and the party scene on Detroit, but it's like I'm definitely about to polish. Polish it up, mm. you know, just yeah, like I how t- they polish it downtown a little bit.
1: We got to. I mean, I feel like Detroit, um, it's too, too thuggish. Mm. Like, the niggas is, uh, like, speak, like, how do you like feel about that? Like, you feel like everybody trying to be too hard? Like, mm. where the fuck that come from?
2: Mm. You know what I'm saying? Man, I think it came from 50 Cent. I don't know. <laughs> mm. No, I don't know. Like, uh, it's just. It's kind of hard for people to like enjoy themselves more mm-hmm. than they want to be like tough. I don't know why. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I think people need to just chill out a little bit and enjoy what we got here. And I kind of know why people on edge. You know, it's cold weather. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know what I'm saying? All the all the fine females kind of leaving. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like <laughs> it's just like I don't know. There's just too yeah. many. It's just too much going on. Like you know, it's, it's just it's not. And then at the same time, it's not much going on. Mm. You know what I mean?
1: I like that. And it's small.
2: It's very, very small. A very small city. You know. You
0: think there could be a network aspect to to the function? Like, I mean, you got all these, you know, high profile people in the, in the building. You think there could be, you know? Oh
2: yeah, I'm I'm doing big things with the function, man. Mm. I'm doing. It's not just. It's yeah. It's it's going. I'm taking that level with it for real. Like. For real, for real.
1: How was it in the pandemic for you? Oh man, it was terrible. Mm. I
2: was literally about to go on tour, mm. you know, and I think that like at the time my song was blowing up too. we ain't not the same. It was blowing up. Then it was like on TikTok. TikTok was new, and I was getting flown out to different meetings, meeting different labels, and it was just like, it was like, probably it was like it was like, all right, yeah, this is about, it's about to crack off for me. As an mm-hmm. artist you know i'm about to find my right situation um i had a lawyer and i had a manager at the time yeah <laughs> um and it was just like uh i was try- i don't know i was like looking for a manager kind of like you know what I'm saying looking to see what like that situation and looking for a whole situation just to like support my vibe as an artist and i was gonna i probably would have signed a deal if it for the. um pandemic because i had offers but i just was like thinking i had time mm. so i was gonna do like a tour so i, I mean i was going to be on a tour with party next door i was going to be on tour so i was with him and his manager like they put me on it and and then the pandemic happened so it was just like it was crazy it was crazy timing for me so i was mm. like what the fuck
0: do you think that the inner industry is kind of like a it's, it's kind of like a network or like like a club in a sense. Like once you get in and you know the right people, you can kind of move in a certain type of way. I mean, because I hear people say underground. Like what separates an underground artist from an artist that's kind of in the end? Like what's the difference? Because I feel like it's really just connections at the end of the day. Um, And I kind of feel like that's what Royce is doing with uh, uh, Heaven Studios. You know, he's bridging people, putting people together. No,
2: he is. He is definitely – Um it's It's definitely about where you at, who you know, what you're doing, how long you're doing it, and if you got it, if you got the moxie, you know what I'm saying, like mm. do you have what it takes? um I learned how to market myself over years, it took me years to learn that mm. you know what I'm saying um it took me years to learn what people like. people really don't know what they like, they just want to hear something
1: mm whatever's the way you
2: know what I'm saying like so it's uh Detroit um from 2005 to like to like now still is low on the total pole when it comes to the music industry so nobody's coming here mm, nobody yeah nobody nobody is like uh, okay on a on a very low level it's things happening here you know what I'm saying like as far as like um music industry standards. So like took me a long time to learn that, you know, um California, Atlanta, New York, if I was staying out there for like past ten years, I probably would have a different out outlook on this mm-hmm. shit. Why you know While what what in saying? leave? Um, I think I love it here. Secondly I just when I was about to the pandemic happened. <laughs> mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was looking for places out in LA. Like I was out there every day, staying at my homie' crib. But like I was just looking for places. And the pandemic happened. I was just like, "Okay, <laughs> I'm still here." You know what I mean? And I just been, I just been here, just chilling. And um, it the whole shit is just it, the whole pandemic crazy shit. It's just crazy as fuck. Mm-hmm. You know, and seeing it. Seeing from what I've been doing, how long I've been doing it, it's just like one of the craziest things.
1: Why do you think yeah. some of the uh, city rappers don't be giving him his credit?
2: Because
1: they didn't experience it like that.
2: You know what I'm saying? Like most of these rappers now, they like 19, 20 years old, 21. You know what I'm saying?
1: Like but Even there's some older ones too, you know? Uh,
2: even up, to, bro, even up to, yeah, even up to like the older. Mm-hmm. I don't think they really experienced it. and You know what I'm saying? When it was yeah. popping like that. Because yeah, it's like, M, M is the guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He is the guy. He's Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> Fact. And we should be honored. Mm. Yeah. You know? Royce the 5'9 is the guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Like, these guys on a lyrical level, we should be honored, bro. Lion's been losing for us all these years, but we had Eminem. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's true.
1: That's true. And he repped it tough. He did, but like, he don't, like, niggas be like, man, he only put it on for 8 Mile. Or like, he wasn't really about Why? that. Because he
2: made that movie called 8 Mile that yeah. you got to mm-hmm. do with big studios. They probably told him to call it that or some shit. I don't know. I don't know what, I mean, that's probably what he named it. Because, you know like, what I'm saying? But it's like, just because it's on a super level, that's like, that's all you know, is that he had a movie called 8 Mile? Mm-hmm. Come on, now. Huh? What the fuck, <laughs> like, come on, like I don't know, like I don't really know what people be thinking mm-hmm. that he should do. I appreciate him, you know. I appreciate him. It's actually today; it's his birthday, actually. So yeah, I was happy birthday, M. Shout out to him. Uh, um, yeah,
0: today. Shout
1: out is- to M. I didn't even know that. I was watching the Not Afraid this morning. I didn't know how deep that song was. Yeah. You know, I did understand the stuff he was going through at that time until I got older. Like, damn. Me neither. Mm-hmm. He talking about fighting demons and, you know, he, he got a change. You know, that shit I'm going through. I'm like, damn. damn I ain't, this 2010. That's 10 years ago. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I didn't understand that song, you know, mm-hmm. back then. But now it's like, it hit totally different when I heard it today. Like, I'm like, damn. you mm-hmm. know he was talking that deep. Nah, man. He's he from, bro, he from deep in the trenches, too. Yeah, he people, from over to Viperge. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't know why people be, I just, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm from that area, and I'm always used to hear shit. You mm. know what I'm saying? So mm. it's just like I know everything about from being over there. Like you know what I'm saying? So
1: it's just crazy to me, now how D- Detroit rap started. Because at first, the street niggas was laughing at niggas that rap back in the day. Mm. Now the street niggas rapping. You know, back in the day, the, the rappers would get. I saw some crazy shit the other days. The niggas mm. was just like,
2: "Yeah, nigga, shout out my car. I want to put a song out about it. Like, nigga, damn."
1: Bro, why don't you figure out <laughs> what's going mm-hmm. on, man? Mm-hmm. I, I think i seen that. It was I, like, it was a white car? I don't know, but it was wild. <laughs> I'm just like, yo, like,
2: I, I, do people just want to just like, mm-hmm. entice violence? Like, do mm-hmm. people want to bring that shit to them? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, some people, I don't know. It's just like, what the hell?
1: a drug, man. So what,
0: what energy are you trying to push? What's your message? Um, I think... I think people
2: should lighten up a little bit. I mean, I think sometimes the negative energy for people, sometimes I should do something for people. So, I mean, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. Do what makes you feel well. You know what I'm saying? Do what I think, I do what I like. I do what I love. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to push being positive and being uh, like, you know, and doing right things and doing great things and and being happy all the time. I'm not trying to push that on people, but, you know, that's just what I like. Mm
4: -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's
2: what I like to do. I like to have fun, you know?
0: You kind of create an environment for yourself to kind of have only positive people around you.
2: Exactly. You know, great minds. I got great minds around me. Mm. For real.
0: You don't think that comes with that negative stigma? Like in the beginning when I was asking like how your circle changes, you got to cut off negative people? Or you always had like positive people around you? No,
2: I definitely cut off a few negative people. Mm. Sometimes, most of the time, I let people cut their cells out.
4: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: It is what it is like i'm i am who i am i have a uh, you know i have a different kind of personality you know what i'm saying like um very serious about music you know but i at the same time trying to have fun with it you know and i think everybody should uh be able to just be who they want to be mm. and you know and for Detroit people, rappers you talking about, I'm just saying, be careful. God damn. Because, mm. you know what I'm saying? You put all this shit out and it's just like, it's like this super negative energy and it's just like, you're yeah. just endangering people around you maybe.
0: You never had that stigma though? Like trying to prove who you are growing up in Detroit, just trying to be like- Fuck no.
1: Mm. Mm, wanted I wanted to feel. Yeah. I feel like I didn't, but I feel like I did. I had to at points. Hey, I ain't
2: got to prove nobody I'm tough. You mm. know what I'm saying? I ain't got to do shit. I'm I'm me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm chilling. You know what I'm saying? And any problem I ever had, I handled mm-hmm. expeditiously as a man. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, it's just it is what it is. No, don't nobody really uh come at me like that. Mm. So I'm, I'm, you know, you know, you know, use. I'm just chilling for the most part, and um, trying to make a great environment around my music and make people enjoy that shit and make people. Love it and like discover new sounds. I want to make a new genre. I want to be a part of the new genre. I want to be a part of what's new. I got like I like music so much, bro. I love it. Mm. You know, it's just I just want to be a part of like something that's big for the culture that's of music. Period. What you would know? the new genre sound like? Shit, I don't know. <laughs> mm. You know, who knew trap was coming? I saw a trap come through. I saw mumble rap. That's what they call it. But you think about it like this, bro, it's just a new flow that people just tap Mm. back into. People was doing them flows in the 90s. Mm. You know, all the mumble rap flow, and people was doing them flows in the 90s. It was like Memphis. Like, I think Migos got that shit from, like, some... Like, like, I think that was like a Memphis flow. Mm. Like, Memphis, Nashville, like, Tennessee, it's big on music. You know, it's it's huge. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's like Memphis is responsible for a lot of like shit that's going on right now. You know what I'm saying? I would say uh, um, Bay Area is, people might not agree with me, is responsible for like Detroit kind of sound. Yeah, Mm -hmm. them and Jake Dillard. Yeah. Like Detroit kind of, like the trap kind of Detroit sound. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it kind of, and um, as far as Detroit, we got a soulful side to us, and that's just like the underground shit. That's just yeah, the J Dillas and the and the um slum village, and I think and um that's that's beautiful. You know, I I love that type of shit. I love that um you know we the home of techno. Mm. You know what I'm saying?
1: A lot of people don't know that.
4: I
0: heard mm-hmm. Vince Staples saying that Vince Staples and um um Ebro uh, from Hot 97 they said the same thing that Detroit was influenced by um the Bay Area. And that's why I was, I'm like, bro, I heard that before. Where did I hear that? I've been knowing
2: that shit. I've seen it happen before my eyes. I've seen mm-hmm. it happen. I've seen it happen. Damn near Detroit. I don't know who did but this. We,
1: but we influenced them too as well. The reason why I say that, because like Motown. It's back and forth, right? It's, yeah. But even mm-hmm. but I'm talking about even before like Dre, yeah, the Motown beats he fucking with mm. to get that shit going. So that's why I always be like, shit, Detroit the Pioneer of Music. Mm. Uh, to me, a hip hop, because a lot of that shit is Motown. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is Motown. So, I mean, I don't think we get Barry Gordy as much praise as we should, mm-hmm. you know? Man. He pe- needs need It's
2: just, people just need the Quincy oh, Jones. Yeah, pe- I don't know. It's so much fucked up shit. People just need to know the history of Detroit and music. Yeah. So mm-hmm. much fucked up shit happened in between like the s- 60s. 60s going into like the 80s, kind of like in that little area, mm-hmm. like the whole. It was a pandemic then, like mm. the whole like, mm. drug pandemic, people, mm. like you know what I'm saying? Shit like, like riots and shit. Damn, mm-hmm.
1: shit happened. You right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It happens all the time. It's always a new and shift. It,
2: and it made the music scene kind of shift away from here. It did. Because we was like the black Hollywood at one point. We
1: were. You know what I'm saying? I ain't think about That is true. That's why the Pistons left. Yeah. No, That's they- The Pistons left. They was in Silverdome.
0: I could have swear they played in Detroit before yeah when Isaiah when Isaiah
2: everything moved to Pontiac yeah, oh,
0: and yeah when Isaiah, Isaiah and they then they moved after the, the riots and stuff damn yep. that's deep
1: everything that's a good doc, That's a good history lesson I just learned mm-hmm. I what I'm
2: saying people don't know too much about the music <laughs> always a pandemic Detroit, but it's like mm. there's a reason why it's like it is now and you see a bunch of abandoned like it's gotten better over the last 10 years but like 2009 it wasn't shit but abandoned buildings everywhere yeah mm. and that's why everybody just came and bought shit mm. up
1: yeah, that's what they doing now. You know, they building their own new little cities now. Fuck it, man. <laughs> yeah, that's what they—that's what they doing up here and shit. But damn, I was—I um, think people don't. Talk, I know you into music, so I was listening to Ludacris today. I don't think he get his praise as he should. One of the greatest rappers, bro. Mm. Crazy. That nigga Luda be spitting. Yeah, Luda is amazing. He's amazing. He's
2: especially like like that. Was like okay, yeah. It was like Redman, and it was like Luda for me. It was like at that same time, it was just like um, I was. Uh, man, who was I big into? I mean, I, I really fucked with Luda. Heavy
1: mm. yeah, rollout came out. I was Roll like, out? "Shit, mm. bro, Luda." His that vert- guy, yeah, like his the way he de- his delivery, his delivery is hard. I'm like, God, damn. Mm. What's on? What's on? What's your fantasies? I'm like, yeah, that shit was wild. The word play, the the, it's mm. just like, damn, bro, this nigga word play. Splash waterfall. Yeah, that,
2: shit, that, birth, mm. that
1: man. I feel like, like he's one of the ones too. Like, you know, this generation ain't gonna know him as, as an actor, mm. but like me growing up, Luda was the man. Mm. It's like, you know, Luda is the man. Now, you ever think about getting into the acting business or the acting world? Because I mean, oh,
2: that's yeah, all course, cre- so, creativity. I um, I definitely, I directed, uh, and wrote and uh shot my very first first uh short film two years ago uh called Forest from the sky mm-hmm. I should check that out, okay yeah, so I definitely got some plans for that and um as far as acting I don't know like but i I gotta see how I look on camera <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean as far as me acting and shit, but like as far as directing and like I can get into that for sure
1: you like to call uh, what is the call? I'm up here sounding slow you like to uh orchestrate orchestrate, orchestrate yeah the yeah. 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 conduct yeah conduct yeah yeah,
0: yeah yeah how does one go about getting one of them function shirts bro
2: oh shit I should have brought y'all something y'all yeah, good I'm i got like, y'all i got but, y'all bro. Yeah. y'all good i got y'all just let me know y'all size I, I got y'all i'll bring some up
1: here i want to go to the next event yeah
2: <laughs> so the thing about the function is it's like you don't know when it's happening and, it, and it, you, uh, it's like very last minute so it's like when i send them invites out you got to be there no matter mm-hmm. what. Sometimes people would cancel shit. All right, we gotta go. Let's mm-hmm. Fuck it. You mm-hmm. might got a wedding. You gotta cancel the whole wedding just to go to the function. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
1: Damn. <laughs> That's deep. Mm-hmm. That's deep. Like, I, ain't, I can't go to this wedding, baby. It's this function going on.
0: <laughs> where you go, all them How's that? Look, I'm just saying, it's a different
3: vibe.
1: <laughs> it's a different vibe,
0: Lord. Hey, man, tell them where to find you on social media, man, and, and YouTube and all that, man. Um, You can
2: find me. You can find me uh, everywhere. At I am Young Rock, or you can find me. You just type in Young Rock wherever you see. I'm verified everywhere, so yeah.
0: You're I mean. not used to doing these interviews and plugging the social medias, man. Ain't, yeah, you know. In a while, you want to
2: know something about me? Just look up Young Rock on YouTube, Young mm-hmm. Rock and Instagram, wherever you like your stuff. At. I'm just not on TikTok yet. Mm. I'm just a stalker on TikTok. I go on TikTok a lot and watch videos, but just ain't on there doing content yet. But. So
1: you slowly making your way.
0: Mm-hmm. He's studying the
2: game. <sighs> yeah. I'm gonna figure it out because mm. it's, it's traffic there. I'm going go where the traffic at, and
1: yeah, it's a lot of traffic. We think TikTok gonna go anywhere anytime soon, huh? Think it's gonna go anywhere anytime soon? TikTok, yeah. yeah. Cause Vine went somewhere fast as fuck. Mm. Vine was here, then it's gone. Depends. Depends. Um, cause you think I don't? I don't see Instagram leaving no time soon. Mm-mm. No, you know, that's Twitter?
2: that's backed up by Facebook. And shit, yeah, so you good? But so, but the, the TikTok shit, I'm not sure. What's going on with that? And it is giving me that feeling of like, oh yeah, I'm not going to take it for granted. But like, if they get rid I don't know. I don't know how they got rid of Vine. That shit was wild. I don't know how or what that process took or why. You've TikTok,
1: been- that's a better version.
2: But, I don't know. I don't know why they shut down. That's that's That was just like, Instagram. that was mm. weird to me. You know what I mean? And then... TikTok show of a better version of it. And this mm. is like, oh, it's not the same fine guy. I don't know. It's... everything is a conspiracy with that shit, bro. You never So know.
0: So what keeps you motivated at this point, man, at it this at just, this stage that you're in? What keeps you motivated, man? Um
2: eating healthy. hmm Uh working out. Like I I go to the gym a lot. I work a lot. I work out. I do cardio. I play basketball for cardio. Um I do uh mm-hmm. I listen to a lot of music. Um I watch football a lot. Mm. You know, um I'm just just trying to I put out mu- I've been putting out music.
0: So, um putting out music keeps me inspired. Mm. Balance. Yeah. Balance. Yeah. And man, I appreciate y'all. I mean, first of all, I appreciate you for coming on the show cuz like mm-hmm. I said, I know you don't do interviews at all. You don't do none of this. So, I appreciate you coming on like I appreciate this is- you
2: having me because, you know, Gotta gotta support, you know what I'm saying? Like I I like your stuff. I've been watching it for a long time. Got deep posts. Hopefully I get one of them deep posts, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hell so yeah. Hopefully I drop some gems in here somewhere. You know what I some yeah.
1: Music in the back make a nigga wanna cry. Yeah. yeah, I'm like,
0: damn, this shit hard. I gotta have one of those one day. Yeah, no, nah, man. See, cause this is gonna be a classic one day. And that's what I be telling. Like, people don't know these interviews gonna be classic one day, bro. Mm. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? This is gonna be like they're gonna be watching this like, oh man, this is like one of his. First interviews, man. This is gonna be some real classic stuff, man. But I appreciate you for really getting on the show, man. I'm truly humble, man. Yeah. Y'all tune in next week for another episode of Breaking the Machine, man. Appreciate all y'all support, man. Continue to run the numbers up, man. This is Breaking the Machine, Young Rock. Breaking the Machine. It's a wrap. You dig? You yeah, dig? Yes, sir. You yeah, dig? <laughs> yeah.